Hey, real quick guys, as you know, I don't do any ads or sponsorships on here. So the only ask that I can ever have of you guys is that you help me spread the word so we can help more people get healthy, improve their body and get the results and also help their families and their friends. And the only way we do that is if you rate, review and share the podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do, if you enjoy the podcast, to leave a review, it takes you 10 seconds with a click of your thumb and it would mean the world to me. And most importantly, it might encourage someone else to improve their health as well. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the show. I hope you're having the best day when you listen to this. I'm definitely having a very productive day already and looking forward to dive into this one with you, which is five things to do if the weight is not budging. And maybe you are on your journey right now. You're trying to lose weight. You're trying to get rid of excess body fat and you are weighing yourself, which by the way, kudos to you already is a huge step and a big, a big thing to do because a lot of people are already afraid of weighing themselves every day. And while everyone has a different relationship to the scale, it's one of the most important things if you want to be successful on your journey. And this came to me because I've been really, <laughs> I've been really observing my own weight over the past couple of weeks more intensely than usual because I am working with I'm a coach very intensely on going to the next level of my physique, building my muscle, growing more again. And one of the main metrics he uses to help me is the daily weigh-ins. So I'm weighing myself on a daily basis. I'm taking the weekly averages and comparing them to the week before. And I will do a separate episode on that, how that's going. But what made me think stepping on a scale, stepping off the scale for a couple of weeks now, it's really interesting how the weight can affect our mood and can affect our way of starting the day. So this is not just for me, for our clients, we get this sometimes too, that sometimes people are frustrated when the weight isn't budging, right? Or maybe they're excited because the weight is going very fast and you might relate to that and you might have a good relationship to the scale or maybe not, but it is the best tool you can use. So if you're not doing it yet, I encourage you to do. But here are the five things, five practical things you can apply right here, right now, if you want to get the weight moving again, because obviously if you go with weight loss, you want it to, to go down or weight gain, you want to go, to go up. And the first thing to do, and I want to share a story, which is kind of paradox, because for me, when I, had appeared in my, my fitness gym, which was a couple of years ago, where I struggled the most. When I look back at that period, I was actually doing more than before. So I was focusing more on my nutrition, restricting myself more, cutting out all the processed food, cutting out all salt, all sugar, oil and sugar, and all sweets, and also being really rigid with my exercise and exercising five, six times a week. Now, what happened at that time is, my goal was lose fat to, to, to tone up, right? But my weight wasn't budging much. And in fact, it might have even gone up. So it wasn't budging in the, in the way that I wanted to go. And the first thing that I realized during that time, I'm realizing now again on the journey I'm currently on, is that more isn't always better. So more exercise and more restriction isn't always the answer. And if the weight is not budging for you right now, then I would like you to audit that. 
I would like you to audit, okay, how much am I actually exercising and how much am I actually eating? And does it really work for my body? Or is it 1200 calories and is it six workouts a week? Or is it three Pilates classes and five strength training workouts? Is it 1500 calories, right? So for you, if the weight isn't budging, I would look at that first. The first thing I would look at if you are a woman listening to this is your exercise. Are you exercising too much? Are you doing too much cardio? Are you doing too much stuff, too many classes and not letting yourself recover? Because what happens is your body retains water and your body will not thank you. Your body will say, F you, <laughs> if you exercise too much. It's going to be like, hey, I can't recover from this. doesn't work for me. I'm not losing weight. I'm not losing fat. Because your body holds on to water. Your body holds on to weight. And if the scale isn't budging, then a lot of the time it is because you're retaining water. So our body is made out of water, most of it. And the reason why your weight changes on a scale is because of the water fluctuations in your body. So if you're overtraining, for example, you're putting your body through so much stress and it can't recover from, and then you will retain water in uh, combination with that. Now, if you then add on low calories as well, right? So you're trying to lose weight, you're eating low calories. If you add that into the mix as well, then the thing is, it becomes really hard for your body to, to be in a state of productive fat loss, where your body actually has enough nutrients and has time to recover to actually lose the fat because the transformation, the fat loss and the muscle gain happens when you rest. So overtraining and then eating little food, that's basically a recipe for disaster. So good intentions, but really won't work for you. And that will lead to you having the same weight on scale, even though you might be doing more, you might be doing all the stuff, but it's not moving your weight forward. And that's really, really unfortunate right you want to put in the work and see results so the first step here if your weight isn't budging audit your exercise regimen and obviously i can't tell you exactly how much is too much how much is too little but minimum three workouts a week and depending on experience level the the less experience you have in exercise the less workouts right if you're just starting three a week is totally fine if you're a bit more advanced i'm doing four to five a week but anything beyond that Anything beyond four as a woman, anything beyond uh, five to six as a man is probably too much for you, right? This also applies to men, by the way. You can also train as a man. And when it comes to your calories, again, highly individual, but if you don't have an actual plan of how much calories am I actually eating and how much of a deficit is it, then it's going to be very hard for you to, to audit that. And you need to have a plan, but probably then also increase your calories. So it's funny, right? You might be going to this podcast and ask yourself, hey, okay, so I probably need to adjust my calories. But there's so many steps before that, right? Yes, you want to adjust it if you're eating too little. But when a weight isn't budging, the answer is not always to drop the calories and increase activity. So that's not the case at the beginning. First step is audit your current nutrition and training and actually reverse psychology yourself to see if you're doing too much, right? We have so many clients coming to us who are doing a lot and are stuck. And we tell them, you got to do a bit less. And then boom, the weight drops, right? Four pounds overnight, a swoosh effect, right? For, for clients like Daniel, 
right? For clients like Brian and especially for, for all female clients too. So if that's something that, by the way, you're interested in, just wanted to drop this in here too, um, and you want to apply to work with me and the team on your goals, on your journey and help you overcome the plateau and being stuck, just go to talktofritz.com. I'll just type it in. It's going to take you right to our application. You can fill it out, some quick questions. Then you can book your free consultation with me or one of my team members um, if you want to talk about coaching. Now, the second thing to do when the weight isn't moving is to look at, is it truly not budgeting or is it just the emotions? So you need to analyze. And for me, again, I'm going through the same, same situation Every time, like sometimes when we tap on the scale, we just get emotional, we get emotional attachments to certain numbers. And we, when we see a number we don't like, we just act, react emotionally and then immediately go to our coach or immediately go and tell ourselves, hey, I'm failing, things are not working, what am I doing? Now, I wanna challenge this big time because here's how you actually gauge if the weight isn't budging. This is the formula. You don't go by daily weigh-ins, you don't go by once a week weigh-ins or once every two weeks. Those don't matter at all. You can write this down or keep a mental note. Like one weigh-in has no meaning. Like it has literally no meaning at all. It can jump a lot by one day to another. So if you only weigh yourself once a week or once every blue moon, like there's nothing you can do with that data. It's, it's so much fluctuation, like I said, with our body being full of water and it's fluctuating every single day. You can't really take that data and do anything with it. So instead, you need to actually weigh yourself every single day. And I know this might sound serious, but it's game changing. And if you don't want to do it, then don't do it because then you keep being stuck. If you want to overcome your plateau, start by weighing yourself every single day. Do it for 14 days in a row. I know it sounds like a lot, but again, if you want results, got to do it. Now, after 14 days, you can compare week one and week two average. And then you truly know if you're truly, truly stuck, if the weight is truly not budging or if you're just making stuff up. Because again, if I look at my, <laughs> look at my app, I can see that for like three, four days in a row, the weight isn't budging. But then on the fifth day, I drop like a pound, for example. And then the weekly average turns out to be fine. So our body just has a lot of fluctuations. But when we use the weekly average, that's when we truly know what's going on. So probably 99% of people listening to this episode right now that are stuck with their weight is not budging. You probably got to do that first before you start with the next steps um, that I'm going to explain. But basically, you want to have at least five weigh-ins per week to have a solid number. Anything less is just not as accurate. I could literally weigh 215 pounds today. And a week from now, I could weigh 219, but it could also just been because I had a salty dinner the night before. So I weigh myself every single day, seven days a week. I have a travel scale, quick hack here. If you're traveling a lot or on the go a lot, just buy yourself a travel scale. Costs like 30 bucks on Amazon. You can pack it everywhere. You can pack it in your uh, suitcase you carry on. And also just put it in your bathroom and use it at home and when you travel because then you truly know what's going on. If you're using different scales when you travel, you have no idea if it's actually um, the right number because scales are different. So that's the second thing to do. Actually analyze what's truly going on 
and be honest with yourself. Did you take two weeks of averages or did you just go with emotions, right? So that's the second thing to do. Third thing to do. <laughs> this one is crucial, right? If the weight isn't budging and you're doing eating healthy, you're working out, but you maybe walk in an office and maybe you grab a handful of nuts here, maybe a bit of dried fruit here and there, a little bit of some snack here and there, right? Some vegan granola or granola in general. And you're like, but the rest like, I'm doing so good. Like it's like, it just isn't budging. A handful of nuts can have up to 200, 250 or 300 calories, depending on the size of your hand. And it can completely throw off your whole day. So if you have some snacks here and there that are not being accounted for, then those might be the reason. It's really funny, but sometimes these small things can make a huge difference. And I can tell you that I myself, I was working in a startup uh, a couple of years ago and I always had snacks on hand, right? Like lentil chips and dried fruit and nuts. And I was like, hey, that's healthy food. Let me just have a little bit of it. And I didn't really count it towards my daily intake. And yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't seeing results. I was looking skinny fat. I was putting on weight slowly. And it really was that office snacking. So if you work in an office or at home and you tend to grab something here and there, my rule is snacking, there's no reason why you should snack. You should only have a planned high protein snack once a day and that will take care of everything you need. Everything else, it's not needed. So snacking is also something that's probably the reason why your weight isn't budging. So the third step here, the third thing to do is to just cut the snacks. Just cut them out. Just don't have them. Don't have any snack. Say yourself, I am not a snacker. I'm not a snacker. This is what I say. This is my identity. I am not a snacker. I never have snacks at home. Okay. I never snack throughout the day. I just eat when I eat and then I don't eat. <laughs> I know it sounds simple, but I don't know where it's probably a marketing scheme. It's probably the industry, the food industry wanting to make more money. I don't know who invented snacking, but yeah, there's no value in it. It's despite being hyped up as like, something something that gives you energy throughout the day it doesn't it just makes you hungrier it makes you overshoot your calories and what kind of healthy snack is there out there the only healthy snack you can buy is probably like protein shake protein bar the rest is nonsense granola is not a good snack nuts are not a good snack um what else um like avocado toast hummus uh, toast crackers like those are all crappy snacks no reason to eat them at all okay never <laughs> that's the third thing to do okay stop the snacking i know it's tough but you can make it happen now the fourth thing to do right now is for me i struggle with this a lot and it's funny because i am like kind of tall at like six feet three and the one thing i need to work on right now which is really hard for me and it's really weird why um is really my liquid intake so i need a lot of water and liquid and i found myself having less energy having less focus and being less happy if i if i drink if i don't drink enough and it's such a simple thing and for me i need quite a bit of four liters plus of water or liquids so i need to definitely make a conscious effort now if you have struggling are struggling with your weight and it's not budging 
then it might be because you're holding on to water because of the reasons I said before or because you're not drinking enough water because when our body needs water, it will hold on to water. Okay, so if you have a bit of a soft look right now, you're holding on to water, then it might be because you're not drinking enough liquids and water. So water like kind of like flushes out all the toxins, it flushes out the things that our body doesn't want and makes us look much, much leaner. So how much do you drink? You should drink two thirds of your body weight in pounds in fluid ounces, okay, for all imperial listeners, two thirds of your body weight in pounds in fluid ounces, okay. Now for everyone's metric system, it's one liter of fluids for every 23 kilos. So I currently weigh 95, 94 kilo. So I do need to, to get four liters in. Uh, and with that, cheers, just taking a quick sip. And if you don't, then you will hold on to the water because your body definitely needs it, okay? Now the last resort, thing to do number five, the reason why I say this last is because it is the last resort. If your weight isn't budging and you want it to budge and you have applied all the things that I talked about before, especially the first one, if all of that fails, then you gotta adjust, right? Then there's something that your body is just not able to work with and you either need to decrease your food intake, lower your calorie intake, or increase your activity. And that's up to you, depends on your body type too. This is something where where coaching becomes really valuable because it depends from person to person. Not everybody will benefit from a lowering of calories. In fact, especially if you are more on the tinier side, on the smaller side, and you already have, don't have that many calories to work with, lowering them further will not be helpful with more like an activity increase. In general, I'm more of a fan of optimizing your nutrition. So seeing where can you do better by simple changes. Again, why would you have nuts? No reason. So just cut them out, for example. That's an easy 100, 200 calories a day. You can just cut right then and there. Maybe cut out the liquid calories too. You're having a lot of coffee. Having plant milk or general milk with it every day is going to add up to another 100, 200, 300 calories. So right there, you already have like 500 calories you can just cut without much impact, right? So that's the easy solution, really. Um, if you're already kind of optimized with your nutrition, then increasing your steps, your, um, your steps every day, like walking more, is also going to make a big difference um, or adding a bit more volume to your workouts. But that has to be obviously optimized. So that's the last resort, not the first. A lot of people get it wrong when it comes to weight isn't budging. The first thing they do is adjust their calories or their workouts. Now, I say it's the last thing you want to do in terms of lowering it or increasing activity because that's going to be the one that has the biggest impact on your health, on your well-being, on your ability to sustain this lifestyle, to sustain this diet, this, this routine. Um, because I see so many people, you can go as aggressive as you want. Like you can eat a thousand calories and do two hours of cardio, like more power to you. But you will crash and burn in a week or in 10 days, two weeks. And you will gain all the way back, just like that. The magic, the true, true magic is that you keep going, that you're able to keep this up and slowly but surely and consistently drop the weight and keep it off, right? So those are five things you can do. Just repeat them. First thing, actually audit if you're doing too much, too much exercise or too much restriction. And maybe adjust there a little bit, right? 
Second thing to audit is, are you actually stuck? Is the weight actually stuck or is it just the emotion? So compare the weekly averages. Make sure to stop the snacking. That's just the simplest thing to do right away. Your weight will probably start moving right after you stop snacking. Drink enough water. I know it's a boring one, but your body will hold on to water. So you want to make it happen. And as a last resort only, that's where you increase your activity or you decrease your calories. Okay. So thanks for listening. Again, if you're curious about coaching, want to apply to work with me and the team, you can go to talktofritz.com and fill an application and book your free call. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a review on iTunes and subscribe to the show. I don't do any ads on here. So um, that's my way of asking for your support. So I think we have crossed over 500 reviews and we've crossed over a million downloads. So I'm super grateful and there's more to come. There's some amazing, exciting things in the works right now that I will announce very soon. And I'm excited for you to see them and hear them most importantly. And thanks for tuning in and keep getting those gains and save the planet. All right, peace out.